The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. To the show. How are you, all of my great listeners throughout the world? You know, I'm going to start first by telling you, you made this show number one again on Voice America, and I give you the credit. I know you are all dedicated to helping people with disabilities gain quality of life, and that is why we have been so successful. I am proud to tell you, guess where I am? I am at the National Epilepsy Foundation. I am in their offices today, so the show is live from the National Epilepsy Foundation, and I am so honored to be here. If you don't know, in a few weeks I will be the chair of the board of the National Epilepsy Foundation Board of Directors. I am, as you all know, if you know anything about me, a woman with epilepsy, and I'm here today to talk about it. First, I want to thank Eric Hargis and the staff of the National Epilepsy Foundation for all of their support and everything they've done, and to all the affiliates across the country. I love you all. Well, we have quite a treat today, let me tell you. We will have a person calling in soon that I think you are very familiar with. If you watch television, he is from the hit show Heroes, and to us, a real hero for all the work he has done in our national campaign to talk about it. But we have another star with us. We have the person that I've known for years who has worked nonstop with Greg Rumberg to bring all of this together, and we're going to talk to him first. His name is Ken Lowenberg. He is the Senior Director of Communications for the National Epilepsy Foundation, and we have had sort of an affinity of spirits from the day I met him years ago. Ken, welcome to the show. Thank you, Joyce. It's a pleasure being on the show, and thank you for that great introduction. I completely agree. It's been a real pleasure working with you, and I look forward to you uh, becoming chair of the organization. It's going to be amazing. Thank you, Ken. Well, Ken, I think we'll start with you. How about, if you don't mind, telling us how the heck did you ever get involved with Greg Grumberg? Well, you know, it's interesting because we started way back. Um, his publicist called us a couple years back because they wanted to do an interview for Epilepsy USA, which is our amazing magazine. And uh, so we did an interview with him. And then his agent contacted us, his manager, I should say, contacted us and said, you know what, Greg really loved that interview. He's really uh, involved with epilepsy because of uh, his family. And he heard about the walk that you guys are starting, and this was three years ago, and would you consider him to be national chair for the National Walk for Epilepsy? And 
The funny thing was that that, <laughs> in that technology, that email ended up in our spam filters. So we did. Ah. Fortunately, um, he has a manager who is incredibly persistent, and so she called me and said, um, "Would you be interested in Greg?" And I'd like, "Oh my God, of course you'd be interested in Greg. He's amazing." And uh, so we con- we that's how it started. We contacted him. We explained what the National Walk for Epilepsy was all about, and he's been chair of the walk since its inception three years ago, and he has been such an incredible advocate for the epilepsy community, uh, all aspects of the epilepsy community. As a parent, um, certainly he's, you know, I've had the opportunity to get to know him and call him um, a friend, and I've seen him take just time out of his day spontaneously when a parent, another parent with epilepsy calls their child who's just been diagnosed, he will take time out of his day and just talk to that person and calm that person down and, and explain what they need to do because he has had that experience where, you know, Jake was uh, eight. Jake, his oldest son, was eight when um, he first was diagnosed with epilepsy, and he's now 12. And uh, Greg didn't really know where to go or what to do. And thank goodness um, our Los Angeles Epilepsy Foundation affiliate um, connected with Greg, and Greg connected with them. And that was the beginning of what's now become a beautiful relationship. He's now just completed his third year as chair of the National Walk for Epilepsy, and uh, he also has helped us build a new program, uh, which I'm sure we'll get into in some detail, called Talk About It. And that's really going to be, I believe, uh, the tipping point for epilepsy awareness and I think stigma uh, be warned because Talk About It is going to be uh, really important towards the end, of, the end of stigma and the beginning of really true epilepsy awareness in this country and potentially around the world. Well, you know what, Ken, one thing I wanted to ask you, and you can, I know you've had experience with various celebrities uh, while you've been here, but would you not agree that uh, Greg Grunberg's accessibility and his commitment has been remarkable compared to, you know, dealing with some people? Well, yes. First, the quick answer is yes, absolutely. And there's a reason for that, um, because Greg is um, a family person first, a father first, uh, and he's not your typical, I don't believe he's your typical celebrity. Um, he lets you in. Um, he lets, like I said before, he will talk to people. He will, he's very approachable. He's very accessible. And he's someone who just is there for people and lets people see him not so much as, you know, the star of an NBC television show. Um, but as a, a person who's, you know, can, they, they can relate to. And um, so from that perspective, he's absolutely uh, incredible. And, you know, watching him at our walk and just he stops every single time someone wants to stop and take a picture or shake his hand or say hello or have a conversation, he stops. And so he's completely and totally accessible in that way. And, um you know, lots of celebrities. It's hard to get to them because they have um, they have sort of the, their people around them, and so you have to work through that those channels to get to them. And then um, with Greg, it's it's not like that at all. It's you know we're really fortunate that um, that he's that kind of person for people with epilepsy. Well, Ken, how about you now? Why don't you tell answer two questions first? 
what what do you do for the National Epilepsy Foundation? And then uh, tell me what it means to you to work for the national organization. Well, I work in the uh, communications department of the organization, and we have a great team here um, led by John Schneider and uh, Kimberly Meadows and Chris Merritt. They're the directors of the organization and um, of the communications organization, and I have worked in web development. So uh, epilepsyfoundation.org, which is uh, a fantastic website, if I do say so myself, I think that it's, it's, it's really been amazing and it's growing, and uh, we have a great web team here, and I've been really privileged to work with um, people like Simone Jordan and Ivania Martin and Courtney Campbell and Lisa Boylan and the entire communications team, and so they make it really amazing to come to work every single day um, at this organization. So what we do is we raise awareness, we connect with celebrities, we build um, campaigns uh, and work with our affiliate network, we uh, work with the various programs that are created out of this out of the our programs department and our quality of life department and help support them through you know, media outreach and building web components technology components so we do all of that and the great thing is we see every day the result of our work um, it's not you know we're not sort of just bottled up and and we, we can't see we see every day and what and people can see every day because what we just did on um, on our website is we just launched a new uh, e-communities. So we've had e-communities on our site for a very long time, but it's been sort of just a discussion forum where people can talk to each other, but now they can form groups and they can post videos and they can post fic- pictures and connect in all kinds of very uh, new and different ways, things that people are, are getting used to now with MySpace and, um, you know, community uh, community building areas like that, but now we've built a section specifically for people with epilepsy for help, hope, and support on uh, our website. And it connects to, um, to talk about it as well. So talk about it is, whereas the Epilepsy Foundation is the place where people can go who have epilepsy and they want to know more about their treatment and they want to talk about their, the, the different kinds of treatment and how not to settle and how to, how to connect with people and uh, the talk about it side of it is how to raise awareness and end the stigma, not just for people with epilepsy, but for people without epilepsy. So all of this is interconnected, and that's what the communications department does and does amazingly well every single day. And for me, I've been here 12 years, which is a pretty significant you know, part of my life. And um, I think that what has been great for me in the time that I've been here, and I started actually 12 years ago. I started as as a help desk person, um, and so I you know help people with Word and Excel and stuff like that, and that's extremely important. But I also have a degree in journalism, so and I had learned a lot about technology. So when the foundation, which was a very early adopter of a .org um, website, uh, had when the opportunity came up for me to sort of step in and and help create epilepsyfoundation.org 10 years ago. Uh, I really jumped at it, and I've had such amazing support from so many people. And you know, um, you, as you know, Joyce, is a long, long line of, of chairs of the board. Um, I've been very lucky to work with a lot of you know people like Gene Carpenter and Bill Bronlick and Tony Coelho and and Steve Sabatini and the line. You know, you're you are inheriting <laughs> you're inheriting quite quite a seat, Joyce, and it's just um, it's been a real pleasure. Well, 
It has been a pleasure for all of us also working with you. But here's what we're going to do, folks. We're going to go to break for a minute, and then we'll be back. We are going to be talking later on to Mr. Greg Grumberg. Right now, we're going to break. If you just joined us, this is Joyce Bender, where disability matters every day, every single day on voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Have you ever thought about having your own Internet talk show? Well, if you said yes, then click About Us. Then click Be a Host to get more information. Or just call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417. Say that again. 480-294-6417. VoiceAmerica.com. Mom? Dad? How long should I wait for you? Mom? If I'm at soccer practice. What if something happens? Will you come get me? There's no reason not to have a plan in case of a terrorist attack. Mom, if you're not home, should we go to the neighbor's house? And some extremely good reasons why you should. Can you tell me? Everybody should have a plan. Take five minutes to talk about where you'll meet and how you'll get in touch with each other in an emergency. For other things you can do to be prepared, visit www.ready.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Homeland Security and the Ad Council. I'm Garcelle Beauvais-Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are two and a half million Americans with the condition, and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. And welcome back to the show. If you just tuned in, we are waiting to hear from Greg Grumberg, star of Heroes, Alias, and Felicity, and we're talking to Ken Lowenberg from the National Epilepsy Foundation, which is where I am live today with this show. Such an honor for me to be here. As I mentioned earlier, I will soon be the chair of the National Epilepsy Foundation, and we are here today to talk about it. And we are going to explain what I mean in a minute, but I I want to do something first. I was so honored to be invited to the White House again last week by Mr. Kareem Dale, who is the Special Assistant to the President on Disability Policy. And first, I want to commend Kareem on doing a fantastic job bringing the disability community together. He really is taking this seriously because President Obama is taking it seriously. And he invited the top 50 disability leaders to the White House. What an honor it was for me to be there. I mean, I'm not kidding you. I was thrilled. So here's what I want to tell you. While I was there, they made a couple announcements. One is about our next 
the person who will be our next Assistant Secretary of Labor for the Office of Disability Employment Policy, Ms. Kathy Martinez. Congratulations to you. You will do a fantastic job. And may I mention to you listeners, if you don't know that name, just go back to voiceamerica.com, go to my show, benderconsult.com, and guess what? She's been on this show as my guest before. She is very dedicated to quality of life and employment for people with disabilities. So congratulations to Kathy. But in addition, they talked about someone else who will be moving into a position once they are finally nominated, um, and that person is going to be calling into the show, I think, today, but it is, she is one of the greatest leaders in America. She is going to make a difference in America. So I am looking forward to hearing from her. It's a big surprise. I want to surprise all of you since she is a fan, since you are her biggest fan also. But right now, let's get back to our show with Ken. And Ken, we were talking about this new idea. Talk about it. Can you talk about how that happened? Uh, absolutely, uh, and it came to be really. It was something that that Greg uh, came up with at the American Epilepsy Society conference a couple of of years ago. He was talking with um, with the foundation staff, um, with Eric Hargis, and uh, he was also talking with um, the various doctors at the uh, at the conference. And it was in Philadelphia. And what he heard as he walked through the convention center, as he attended some of the meetings at the um, at the professional conference was all everyone basically saying the, ra- the same refrain, we wish people would talk about epilepsy more, we wish people would talk about epilepsy more. And so Greg said, you know what, um, he was with a friend of his, and um, they uh, left the conference and they went down to do what, what lots of people do in Philadelphia, which is my hometown, they went down to Pat Steaks, and um, over a cheesesteak they said, talk about it, let's see if talkaboutit.org is available. And um, so they, they very quickly put something together, and they, they, they went and purchased the web address and came back that night and spoke at a big dinner, a keynote dinner, and Greg was the keynote speaker. And that night he said, he announced, talk about it. And, um, you know, seconds later, not only did he announce, talk about it, but he said that the Epilepsy Foundation was going to play a, a huge part in helping him make it a reality. And Greg's vision was that... Uh, he would get all of his celebrity friends to speak out to talk about epilepsy. And at that point, it was very embryonic. I was like, well, what, you know, besides the fact we wanted celebrities and we wanted to talk about epilepsy. And that, then we took a year and said, well, how are we actually going to, to make this real and make it exciting? And we had the opportunity. We, um, we had the opportunity to work with all of Greg's, you know, Greg has a huge Rolodex, and part of his Rolodex is not just celebrities, but also people behind the scenes. And so he spoke with the folks at NBC, and he spoke with the folks at Bad Robot, uh, which is J.J. Abrams' company, and J.J. is his oldest, dearest friend, and started putting together a list that is, you know, if I read the list of celebrities that are involved, it would take the rest of the hour, so I'm not going to do that. But there's, there's a lot of celebrities, the entire cast, of Heroes, some of the cast of Lost, the cast of Alias, um, the cast of the new Star Trek that's coming out, um, 
we've just got you know people from Desperate Housewives and Battlestar Galactica and Malcolm in the Middle and you know I'm going down the list. My name and Earl, my name is Earl and The Simpsons and How I Met Your Mother and The Dark Knight and you know there's just the list of of people and the shows that they're on Fox NFL Sunday. I mean there's just tons. Um, we even have Greg Brady from the Brady Bunch um, who just signed on and so did Jack Black. So we've got tons of people. We have Jennifer Garner, the star of Alias, who's a, who's a huge, um, huge name in and of herself. Uh, they, so many people are getting involved in talking about epilepsy. A number of them are on the site, talkaboutit.org, and a number of them will be appearing on the site as we move through uh, you know, the, the year here because we've got just so many. So what happened was that uh, NBC was so excited about this that they said, you know what, we're going to let you have um, one of the heroes' sound stages for a day, uh, which was unprecedented. And so what we did back uh, earlier this year was we brought together 45 different celebrities who came to the heroes' studios, and Greg directed them in doing uh, messages all about talking about epilepsy. And it was, they just came in and they just kept on coming. And to see these celebrities talk about things which hadn't really been talked about, certainly not by celebrities, talking about first aid, talking about awareness, talking about what parents should do, talking about, you know, the right things to do with treatment, I mean, all of the things that the Epilepsy Foundation has focused on for a very long time, um, now to have all of these celebrities saying the words, putting them on high-definition film at a major Hollywood studio, um, and then being able to have Technicolor. I mean, we had, you know, it's, it's like, the, it's like uh, was a, it was literally a full-out Hollywood production. You know, NBC and Technicolor and Heroes, and it was, so, it was, it was really, really that, um, high definition. And so that was the beginnings of, of what, the footage that we put together that's, that's now forming what you see on talkaboutit.org. All right, so I just want to make sure you all understand this. Greg Romberg is the star of the TV show Heroes, one of the stars, although to me he is the star of the TV show Heroes. His son Jake, who's eight years old, has epilepsy. Greg made this commitment to get involved and help us. I've met him several times. He's been to the National Walk. He is a very modest, wonderful human being. But so you understand this. He, he came up with the idea to go to NBC and to recruit all these other famous TV stars to help us with a Talk About It campaign. What is Talk About It? Talk About It is a campaign where we want people with epilepsy, young and old, to come out of the shadows, to stop being afraid to talk about the fact that they are a person with epilepsy just like me. I have epilepsy, but I'm not ashamed I have epilepsy, and neither should you. And we, together with Greg Rumberg, the National Epilepsy Foundation, and NBC Studios are going to work over the next several years to break down and reduce that stigma. Now, let's get back to Greg. He was able to recruit Terry Hatcher from Desperate Housewives, you, Lori, from House, a ton of other people. I can't even remember them. There are so many. And if you go to the website, www.talkaboutit.org, that's talkaboutit.org, you will see Greg and you will see the various celebrities talking about this entire initiative. And I do want to say one thing. You know, NBC, I want to commend you. 
and everyone listening to this show with a disability throughout the country, I want you to know NBC Studios, as you heard Ken said, graciously and generously made a decision to allow us to film all of this at the Heroes Sound Set. You have no idea how generous that was of them. So, you know, when people do things for people with disabilities, I want you to know about it. Remember, NBC did that. And by the way, if you're not watching Heroes, you better start watching it now because we are going to support people who support us. And, Ken, am I right that that was, like, overboard generous what they did? Yes, absolutely. I mean, in comparison to if we had to do it ourselves, it would cost so much, and they were so kind to do that for us, and I think we should acknowledge them. I know the National Epilepsy Foundation has, but I just want you all to know. And when he talked about J.J. Abrams, make sure you go see that movie Star Trek coming out, although I bet I will not have to force you to go. Hey, make sure you go see that. Ken, why have to force you to go? <laughs> no, probably not. Um, I, our other guest will be joining us in a couple of minutes, so it's very exciting. That so. is very exciting because yeah. as much as everyone loves listening to me and you, I bet they'd rather hear Greg Grunberg, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, All absolutely. right. Well, remember what I said, NBC, the TV show Heroes, and go see Star Trek. But most important, go to www.talkaboutit.org. That's talkaboutit.org. Go, look at it. And also, the Epilepsy Foundation. What is our website there, Ken? www.epilepsyfoundation.org. You will see one of the best websites you've ever seen. Remember, tell people, tell people, tell other people to come back and listen to this show and to talk about it. Let me say also, Joyce, that that what we've done is we've, we've said that it's the Talk About It Promise. So you'll hear the celebrities talk about the talk about a promise. And we're encouraging people, when they go to the site, they'll start by seeing celebrities in a very unique, cool um, set. They're on uh, what looks like a subway because we're transporting people from the end of stigma to the beginning of awareness. So that's why it looks like a transportation system. And um, so every one of these celebrities talks about the talk about a promise. And the, the site is essentially literally two parts. So that first part is the transportation system. And then once you commit to the promise, then we encourage you to tell us and tell the world your talk about it story. So whether you do that with words or video or audio, I mean, people have already done it with creating comic strips, creating songs, taking pictures, uh, writing poetry. I mean, it's, it's really amazing. The site is, is only a few weeks old, and we're seeing such amazing traction already on it with people who are starting to live up to the talk about a promise. And um, one of the things that we also can talk about moving forward is talk about it is more than a website. And I'll uh, wait until uh, Greg comes on to tell us a little bit more about what, what we're thinking about and what we're looking at. But talk about it is uh, an entire initiative where we literally want to change the conversation. And so... Um, the talk about a promise is literally just getting started. That's good. Well, speaking about that talk about a promise, I think we have someone on this show right now that we want to introduce. Absolutely. Please I do. Think, I think we have the star, the hero, the man of the hour that everyone wants to hear talk about it. <laughs> and that is our hero, 
Mr. Greg Grumberg, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Joyce. How are you? I am fine. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm insanely crazy and busy, and I'm so apologize. I, I so apologize for being a little bit late. Um, between talk about it and Yowza, which is this new uh, venture that I've got going, it's just uh, my I've been I've been busy, but I'm having a good time. So, Greg, okay. you never have to apologize because for all of us, like me, a woman with epilepsy, all of us across the world. You are going to make a difference, and you are making a difference, and we appreciate everything you've done. So, oh, Greg, thank you. why don't you start by telling our listeners throughout the world, uh, now, first of all, we've told everyone they have to watch Heroes, <laughs> because you know what? There's 54 million Americans with disabilities, and I've got to tell you, we're going to support people who support us Monday night on NBC at 9, right. it's coming up, the big season finale, right? Yeah, the season finale is coming up. Um, the episode last night uh, I thought was incredible, and uh, it sets, for, for the fans of the show, um, it sets in motion a, a season finale that um, we, you know, all the characters are basically being rounded up, and there doesn't seem to be a way out. Um, and uh, next week, I think people are going to be really happy. One of the things that the show has been accused of over the last couple of years is uh, the threat of killing off a character and, and not coming through on that threat, and uh, uh, that is not a false threat this year. So definitely one of the characters, uh, you know, is 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 going to go away. And um, I, my character does something that's really just so dark and cool, and and he does it out of the necessity to save his family and save his uh, this baby that he that he just um, you know didn't think he had. And this wife, his wife, that's back in the picture. And that's all really that my character really wants is just to protect his family and and have a family. And um, it's great because it gets back to the core roots of the show, which is real characters in real situations. And um, uh, and, and it's a character drama. And we've got Brian uh, Fuller, who he was on board the first season, and he that's his forte is really writing relatable characters and situations that you can um, you can say, oh, you know what, I can I, I get it, you know, instead of it just being a bunch of people puffing up their chest and a bunch of superheroes. So it's 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 really I think creatively that the show is in a great space right now, and uh, the season finale is not going to disappoint at all. All right, that's Monday night at nine o'clock on NBC, the TV show Heroes. Now you listen to me, all of you. People who are such great listeners with disabilities. Greg Rumberg, he's on the air talking to you. Yeah. This is celebrity that's taking time to be here. So you know what? I want you to tell everyone about that show and about him because we're supporting him. And, Greg, I, we, Ken and I did talk about this a little bit, but I thought you might want to share with the listeners why you got so involved with Talk About It. Well, um, I've been trying to use my uh, celebrity and um, my experience. Um, for those that don't know, um, our oldest son, Jake, is uh, about to turn 13, and when he was 7, he started having staring spells, and then he, he uh, gradually, uh, over the course of five and a half years, he, it was, it's been a roller coaster ride, and, and when he entered puberty, you can imagine how the hormones have been racing, and he's had every kind of seizure you can imagine. Um, from you know tonic-clonic seizures to absence seizures and you know the petit mal seizures and he's had drop attacks and everything and you know like everyone else all he wants to do first of all all we want to do is is make him stop make the seizures stop and and let him live a normal life and 
we've done the best we can, but like people with seizures disorders know, it's a it's a uh, it's an earthquake waiting to strike in the back of your brain. And um, at first, when Jake was diagnosed, we went online and we we looked. And, and when you first go online, what do you get? A bunch of horror stories. You know, there isn't a normal. There isn't a website called you know what it's like to be normal. You know, it just doesn't happen because it, it it won't get people to the site. And the you know the the stuff that garners the most attention rises to the top on the internet and. So it was all about, you know, and once we weeded past the, the nightmares that, that scared us as, as parents dealing with this, you know, um, fresh off of our uh, neurologist and, and uh, a pediatrician telling us that they think it's, it's epilepsy, and it was, we didn't really have a place to turn. We didn't really have anyone to talk to who was just like us going through exactly what we're going through. And by the way, with epilepsy, there really isn't someone who's exactly like you. It just, it's one of those disorders and diseases where you just, you know, you're going to gleam information from this person and that person and this person and that person. When you're going through the worst of it, you're going to hear from somebody saying, you know, my child's been seizure-free for 10 years. Thank God. And that doesn't help you. You're happy for them, but you're like, great. Then you also, when, when your child is doing well, you hear from somebody whose child is in status and is, a, is in a hospital and uh, they, they're, you know, they've had brain damage, and it's the worst thing in the world. And that doesn't help you at all either. And it's because you're not exposed to one place where, where there's a constant dialogue, and that you can, um, you know, I, I am, I think, I think Susan Axelrod and, and David Axelrod and, and the Cure organization are doing incredible work to get the word out about epilepsy and to to deal with, you know, finding a cure <clears throat> and the research and, and the, the funds that need. That need to be devoted to that, but I think that um, and and the, and the Epilepsy Foundation of America. I mean, my God, they give more money to research than anybody else, and so everybody wants the same thing. But what what my when, I, when Ken and I, what we really latched onto was that there are 50 million people, uh, you know, in the world that are dealing with this, and the majority of those people um, can live a perfectly normal life if the people around them know about this. If they have the right treatment, the right medication, if the right treatment and medication and doctors and the physicians are available to them, if they know where they are in their area, you know, there's a lot of information that needs to be put into a concise, um, in, in a location, and it has to be intuitive in, in the way that you can you can bring it up and you can check it, um, and it can't be scary. So if we started a website called talkaboutepilepsy.org, no one would go. Um, and if we started, uh, you know, it, so we decided we were at, um, there was a, uh, I was, I was the, the, the main speaker in Philadelphia, and I, and I was about to go down and speak to everybody, to all these docs from all over the world and scientists and people, and um, it hit me. Uh, my, my friend Tom Ham, who was, was with me, and he's a big uh, advocate for us as well, um, he's a good friend of mine, and, and, and uh, Ken's, and it, it, it hit me right before I was supposed to go down and speak that, Every doctor and everybody in this in this community, they've all said, "Oh, we could just get people talking about it." People are afraid to talk about it. Talk about that, and it was, and suddenly it boiled to the front of my head, and I was like, "That's what it is. That it's as simple as that. Just talk about it. It's the first step, but it's not a baby step. It's a big step." And I can reach every celebrity in the world, and as we know, that's a magnet for people to get to a an event or a website or whatever. I get asked to be pulled in a million different directions and support a bunch of different causes. Obviously, the, the one cause that I'm passionate about and that I devote 99% of my time to is epilepsy. So 
I said, this is, so I went down into the lobby of the hotel. I went to the business center. Right, I, Still, they were waiting for me. There's a ballroom waiting. And I looked it up, someone on the, on the site, and I said, uh, and they weren't doing anything with it. They parked it, and they wanted like $3,500. And I, I took out my credit card, and I bought the site. And that's how I closed my speech, as I said, you know, if we could just get people talking about it. And I heard this. It was a palpable feeling in the room, 500-plus people all going, oh, yeah, that's what we need. And I said, so I went on the site, and unfortunately, it's taken. And then you could hear this, oh. And I said, so I bought it. And everyone went, yeah, it was like this. I could just feel that it was the birth of something really great. Now, cut to today. We have done, with the help of NBC, with the help of Ortho McNeil Neurologics, with the help of UCB, with the help of the Epilepsy Foundation of America, which has has been instrumental. I mean, without the foundation, none of this would be possible. Um, the donations are nice, but without someone like Ken Lowenberg at the foundation partnering with me, um, and even forgetting the foundation, without Ken and his passion, um, this would never be where it is today. And we're just getting started, but we've we've made a real difference already talk about it is this place where you see all your favorite celebrities um, asking the questions, asking the right questions. Um, and they're the questions that we're all asking. You know, I'm pregnant. Can I still carry a baby if I have epilepsy? The answer is, of course you can. But what are the facts? So you, you get Jennifer Garner or, you know, another celebrity asking that question on the site, and then it cuts right to the answer being given by the top doctor in that field. I forgot her name now, but but we interviewed all these docs, and we asked them the questions that the celebrities bring up on the site at AES, which is the um, American um, uh, Epilepsy Lucky. Society uh, Conference in Seattle. We set up a talk show booth. UCB was unbelievable in, in uh, their support. They, they paid for and set up this whole um, you know, talk show set. And I sat there, and I interviewed, and so we cut to the answers. Not the emotional answers, not the nightmares, but the facts right from, you know, the quote-unquote horse's mouth, you know, right from Dr. Michael Smith from, from Rush Medical Center, right from Dr. Richard Byrne from, uh, you know, from you, Joyce. I mean, the people that gave their time to talk about this, um, and they, when, you, when you organize it in a way that we have, and then you link to such great sites as the Epilepsy Foundation of America um, to uh, epilepsyadvocate.com, to Epilepsy Classroom, to Cure, to CNS, all of these great sites, um, uh, you know, are, are, it's a wealth of resource information, but there's one place to start, and that's talk about it. Make the promise to talk about it. All you have to do is talk to a couple of people. We're doing talk about it at dinner. Um, and I know I'm rambling, but uh, um, I'm so passionate about this. We're doing talk about it at dinner. Phil Gatone. The Gatone family has been an absolute savior for my family. Um, it's an example of talk about it before it actually, before talk about it. Um, I, you know, Jake had surgery, brain surgery this year at Rush Medical Center, and, and Dr. Richard Byrne, Dr. Michael Smith basically saved Jake's life. He's 90% clearer because of the surgery. And they were instrumental in, in or, or Phil was, he went through this with his son. So I had someone to talk about it with. Phil and, and, and Jill and their family and, and uh, um, Phil Jr., who had the surgery when he was a little boy, now he's a strapping young man. You know, he's a, a graduating college or whatever. He's just incredible. He's been a mentor for Jake. Phil, his father, Phil Sr., has been a mentor for me and someone that I can talk to about this and not feel alone, and that's really what it's all about.
Well, Greg, I mean, first of all, I want to tell you, and I before you came on the air, I told the listeners how impressed I am with NBC. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, their generosity and what they've done, I am so impressed with them. But, you know, what you're doing is phenomenal. I do want to say one thing, and it's about Jake. Yeah. Jake, a message to you from me, Joyce Bender, chair of the National Epilepsy in just a few weeks. You are my hero. You are a champion, Jake, because I know you don't know this, but you are helping young people with epilepsy across the United States. You come to every event. You do everything. You talk to everyone. I mean, you are a superstar as far as I'm concerned, and I want to commend you for what you're doing and how you are talking about it. And, Greg, for those young people that unfortunately do not have a Greg Grumberg in their life mm-hmm. who are bullied every day at school when people make fun of them when they have a seizure um, and, and who, have put up, who are not invited to parties because a parent finds out that that child has epilepsy. Mm-hmm. When I go out and speak now, you know what I tell them? I say, you know that TV star, Greg Grumberg? He has your back. How about a little message to them from you, to to young people who are being bullied and made fun of when they have seizures? I would say go go on the epilepsy, go go to talkaboutit.org, which is your one-stop shop right now for support, for friends, and you will see uh, my uh, co-star, Milo Ventimiglia. Milo is on there, and it still brings tears to my eyes. We we just kind of suggested the title to him. Ken had written something up um, for him to, to talk about, and, and Milo was like, I, I totally get it. And when you see this, you see Milo, who's, you know, obviously it's just a celebrity, it's just an actor, but he, he, he really, really feels this and, and loves Jake and, and really means it when he says, and he's talking to all the kids out there, he looks right into the camera and he says, bullies are not cool. They're not cool. If somebody's bullying you at school, they're not your friend. I'm your friend. And that's all you need. And if somebody, and it, it's it's such a great message, I can't even begin to tell you. And that just is is a is one glimpse of, you know, go to the site. Trust me, you will find things. And we're expanding the site all the time. We have so many more celebrities that aren't up, but on there now. You know, John Mayer and and Hayden Panettiere and and uh, you know and Milo and me and Jennifer Garner and Jack Black and Hugh Laurie and. So, I mean, across the board, your favorite celebrities and stars, Dr. Drew. I hosted Loveline the other night, and Dr. Drew, it was like Loveline was sponsored by Talk About It. You heard it, right, Ken? Yeah. I mean, Drew is so passionate about this. This isn't his field. He's, he's all about, you know, the 12-step programs and recovery, and, and, and he was so, it was so important to him. They dropped so many calls, call after call after call was about epilepsy, and I'm sitting there going, you know, yes, this is the attention that we need. And it, it again, it, it gets, Loveline has, has got this, you know, cool quality to it. And you're going to hear people talk about their STDs and all this stuff. And yeah, that's, but that, that audience was exposed to epilepsy where they may not have been before. And one caller called in and he said, yeah, you know, I went cold turkey because I was doing fine. So I just cut my medicine out. And I didn't oh. even have a chance to jump on him. Drew well, you know what, Greg, I want to tell whoa, you, whoa, whoa, whoa. We, we would never be able to take all the people that want to call into this show today. Yeah. However, I promised the listeners 
that, you know, the other day at the White House, they made an announcement about someone that's going to be once nominated, not confirmed yet, but she has been nominated by the president now. This woman is going to be one of the highest level leaders in America in the federal government. She is going to be the deputy director of the Office of Personnel Management. And she has called in to talk to you. She is actually a friend of yours that you met at the walk, and her name is Miss Christine Griffin. Are you there? I am. Thanks. Thanks, Joyce. Thanks. Hey, Chris Griffin, I want to congratulate you, Commissioner Griffin, now called Deputy Director. I want you to know that when they announced that at the White House, that there was applause across that room because you have been such a leader for people with disabilities. But go ahead, I'll uh, go ahead and talk to Greg. How are you? You know, Greg, you know that every time I see you, I talk to you about employment and and the issue of employment for people with epilepsy is such. It, 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 the discrimination that still occurs today is just astounding. Well, and well, when I, we saw each other and you told me that one specific yeah. case and that you were, I mean, it's it's incredible. And I have to say, every time. We get together, it's usually at an event where there are a lot of people, and inevitably, I'm shocked. I mean, at the walk, you know, that's an except. There's a little, there over 15,000 people showed up, but I am shocked at the stories that I hear yeah. and the ignorance that's out there. And, you know, uh, for you to be, you know, uh, named uh, Double D, I'm going to just call you Double D, okay? Double Deputy D, Director. I like that, actually. I like Double D. I mean, for so yeah. many reasons, but. Yes. Um, I just think it's. To have somebody like you on our side, and please, the people that are listening out there, there could not be anybody smarter, more passionate, and someone who's going to do the right thing and wants the right, you know, thing done. And both, both on the side of the employers and the people that are that are, you know, that just want a fair shake at this and want to be exactly. again. No one's trying to take advantage of anybody. If anybody, no. I mean, you back me up on this. You're you're the first one to seek that out and say, no, this isn't no. right. But no, man. it's the, the fears, myths, and stereotypes that still are prevalent in society overall with regards to epilepsy and and our, you know, misunderstanding of of what that means to a person and what they're capable of doing. Yeah, uh, you know, it's just it's it never fails to amaze me. But your talk about it campaign is is. So fabulous to to you know start getting this dialogue going with lots of different people across the country, and I think it serves as a fabulous example for the rest of people with disabilities, especially hidden disabilities, to to say, look, we can all talk about it. Yeah. This is a a natural part of life, and we should just accept it. Absolutely, absolutely. And by the way, we all have something. I was I was tucking uh, Jake. Uh, you know, putting him to sleep last night, and we were just sitting there and and just kind of you know talking about stuff. And and uh, <laughs> Jake asked me something that uh, I I it kind of came out of the blue. He he was having a rough day yesterday because it was so hot here in L.A. And he was yeah. he, you know he he was in P.E. and he was working out. You know, he was trying to do everything, and he had a couple little seizures. And then at home uh, during dinner, he he was having some some pops and. Little ones, but you know enough to aggravate him because he's had two and a half, three weeks of just nothing. And he asked me, he said, "What is it like not to have seizures?" Uh-huh. And I thought, "Man, what a question!" You know. Um, yeah. uh-huh. And I said, "Jake, I know it's really frustrating for you when you do so well and you suddenly can get to a point where maybe, maybe you can forget what it's like to have them." 
and then yeah. all of a sudden you yeah. get hit, and it got to be yeah. frustrating for you. And yeah. you know, and dialogue is everything, and it's everything. It's therapeutic, and you don't feel you feel like you're not alone. And um, and that's basically the root of it. And I recorded, which we're going to be putting up at talk about it. I had my my uh, iPhone with me, and there's a I had this voice record um, uh, application, and I just turned it on, and I said, Jake, what is it like to have a seizure? What is that? What is it? How does it yeah, feel? Yeah. And he recorded that, and we're going to put that on the site. And oh, that's great. Yeah, and and you know, it's 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 very simple. It's not like there's going to be any. But man, when 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 people with, with seizures hear that. And yeah. they hear that he feels like he goes to another place, and it's yeah. dark, and he can't get out. And you yeah. hear that in his voice. I mean, I was like, I was so moved, and yeah. it's just, it's just a testament to he's the one that's driving all of this. And yeah, he's a great kid, and and he, you know, he's he himself is a fabulous uh, role model uh, for young people who have epilepsy. Yeah, yeah. So I, uh, anyway, getting getting back to what we were talking about before, it is. One of the most important things that we could possibly talk about, which is you know um, the, the right to to employment and not not yeah. being discriminated against, yeah. and and the ADA and and all that is is something that you know yeah. it, will always have a big presence on talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I and, really and I, and I want to tell you, uh, Deputy Director Christine Griffin, how proud we are to have you in this high-level position where you will be influencing employment in the federal government, but also how much we, Greg, and all of us at the Epilepsy Foundation, we really appreciate how committed you have been you know, to attending the events and supporting everything we're doing because we know you talk about it. So yeah. um, I, I really appreciate well, you know, everything you... It's funny, you... One, of my, one of my first cases as a brand-new lawyer was a, was a guy who was denied a job because he had epilepsy. How about that? Isn't wow. that... Well, see, that was the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was, and it stayed with me because I could not get over... The, the reaction that I got from just even friends and family and their own views of of whether this guy should have had the job or not. And it really, I was just overwhelmed with, with what society in general, people I thought that were progressive and liberal, what they thought about this. And it's, it's always stuck with me. Oh, I know. Yeah. I know. I yeah. always tell people they're fine, they're okay with me as long as I don't fall down and have a seizure. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, but yeah. the minute that happens, yeah. look out. We're going to change the way yeah. everything thinks. Yeah. And you know what, Greg? I want to tell you what I would tell Jake, and that is that when you have a seizure, uh, you have a storm going off in your head. That's what's happening. You have this storm, all this electrical <coughs> energy. So you know what? I always tell people that fits me and that fits Jake because we just have too much firepower. <laughs> there that's you go. what it is. We just have too much firepower. i got to say, you know, uh, Dr. Drew on Loveline uh, the other night said, um, he said, look, uh, you you have an irregular discharge in your brain. That's all it is. It's an, ar- it's right. an irregular electronic discharge yeah. where communication yeah. is going from somewhere to somewhere and it's being, okay, that's the same with an irregular heartbeat. When you have an irregular heartbeat, does someone discriminate against you? Do your friends back away? Does, do people, uh, you know, are, are people scared of it? No. And it's, it's exactly the same thing. If you think of it like that, it is simple. And it should never come with any emotion. There shouldn't be any stigma attached to it. It's not the devil inside someone. The term grand mal is 
as far as I'm concerned, wiped out of my vocabulary because right. thank it, you. Yeah, it, 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 it translates. It, it's defined, or the definition is uh, it translates, I should say, to the big evil, and that is just not what it is. It's it's yeah. a tonic clonic seizure, and it's something that happens, and you're gonna be fine. And if you see yeah. someone have a seizure, and and you're worried, call the EMTs, call the paramedics. But no, if you turn them on their side, don't ever stick anything in their mouth. Turn them yeah. on their side. And make sure they're comfortable. Let them seize. Don't do not hold them down. It will end. It'll end quicker than you can imagine. It's going to seem like an eternity if you've never seen it before. But for those of us that have experienced thousands of them, it's perfectly normal for that person, and they're going to come out of it a little woozy, and you know, uh, but they'll be fine. Yeah. The worst thing for me is not when I have a seizure. I have a tonic seizure. That's not the worst thing for me when I come to. It's how you all act when you all freak out. So don't freak out, and it's not contagious. And as Greg said, don't put anything in the person's mouth. Yeah. But you know how you can know so much more about this? Go to talkaboutit.org. Now, before we close, because we only have a couple minutes, yeah. I want to first thank Ken Lowenberg. Ken, yeah. I want to thank you for your dedication, for all of your hard work and everything you do to help people with epilepsy. I really mean that. I really appreciate it. And, and I want to second that and also tell Ken to get back to work. Okay. <laughs> and also, also to Deputy Director Christine Griffin, we love you. We are behind you 100%. It is a great day in America to have you in this position. Thank you. Thanks for all your support. I, could, I couldn't agree more. And, uh, you know, and finally, you and I, I'm sure we'll Greg be Rumberg. speaking. And anything Greg Rumberg, that I can you're, do. Not, you're not a celebrity. You are a superstar saint. I want everyone out there listening to him right now. Greg Grumberg, TV show is Heroes. The finale is Monday night at 9 o'clock. But more important, listen to him. Go to talkaboutit.org. So I know we only have about a minute to close. So, Greg, I'm going to let you close the show. Do you have a message for our listeners? Absolutely. I just I thank you so much for, for um, encouraging us to talk about it and, and uh, for taking the pledge. And, and again, don't, the knowledge is empowering. It's it, it will eliminate fear. And uh, if you talk about it with one person, that's one more person on your side. That's right. So you know, we always end the show with a quote from a famous civil rights leader. So today it's Greg Grunberg. Ready? Talk about it. Talk about Get it. Get out there and talk, talk about, about it. it. You have been listening to Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters every day at voiceamerica.com. We will see you next week. Talk about it, talk about it, talk about it. Go to that website. Good. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com.